G'day punters and welcome to Winning Post's preview podcast for the weekend of Saturday, January 14. I'm John Barker, joining me as usual, Joel Marshall and Dan Nuttall. Joel, it's Magic Millions Day, as I've written in the Winning Post this week. Uh, the Phillies have dominated in recent years. They've won five of the last six. They've won 12 of the last 17. Um, but, uh, well, I guess Empire of Japan is top of the betting, but it's pretty wide open. It is wide open. Um, the Phillies are going to have more numbers um, in the race, so it gives them a bit of a chance. But, yeah, it is a, it is a, a wide open race. Um, still got, uh, what have we got, three or four unbeaten horses, so a couple of boys and a couple of girls, and um, a couple of horses trying to come through last week, which has been a, a good recipe for success, including Royal Entrance, who won quite well last week. So, yeah, look, it's a pretty... It's a pretty wide open race. I think you can make a case for plenty. Um, certainly looks to be some handy two-year-olds. In terms of the three-year-old race, I think it's quite down on quality on, in terms of what we've seen in uh, in the past. I think it's probably one of the weaker three-year-old guineas races I've seen. But um, still, there's a couple of handy types there. And uh, we never know, some horse lot, perhaps like Yellow Brick, who's only been beaten once, may just continue to, uh, to climb through the grades. Well, speaking of Yellow Brick, Dan, you've spoken to Madison Sears for this week's winning post, and uh, it'll certainly be the highlight of her career so far if he can get the cash in the $2 million Magic Millions guineas. Certainly would be. This horse has um, been a bit of a revelation. Of course, he beat the older horses in that slot race at Toowoomba, uh, the home track of Yellow Brick. Uh, it was first up, and it's a good win there, and... <clears throat> Look, um, smaller stable than compared to like you know some of the the bigger uh, stables that contest these sort of races on these bigger days. But look, he's going as well as anything, and um, looks to get every chance in the run. So yeah, whilst I agree with Joel, it isn't the strongest rendition of this race. Um, there's certainly two or three or four horses I think can can either you know win or run well here, and, and certainly go on and um, have a really good career. All right, well, it is a massive 10 race card at the Gold Coast, Aquas Park, on Saturday, and we are going to take you right through it. There were 182 acceptors, <laughs> but, uh, which is a bit of a challenge as far as fitting it all in goes, although it's down to 164 now. We've had 18 scratchings already as we speak to you on Thursday afternoon. Race one at the Gold Coast on Saturday is... And we start off with a few a few very wide open affairs, I would have thought. Uh, and it is the Magic Minions Country Cup, 1,200 metre quality. Obviously, special conditions. Dan, what did you make of this one? Yeah, wide open, like the, the, the majority of the day, obviously. Big fields. Um, I think Situation Room, pretty good price, around 7 or $8 in that race. Carries 53 kilos here. Barrier 8 with our Craig Williams taking the ride. Ran really well um, when third behind, you'll be missed. Uh, that horse is also in this field. Um, situation room was three wide there, so I thought there was plenty of merit in the run. Uh, right of that, he'd won and uh, run a close second to you'll be missed. So I think those two horses certainly have a big chance in this. I've got the 14 on top of the five. Ezekiel comes out of an Armandale win last start, but it was as uh, dominant as you'll see. Went by over five lengths, could have won by it. 
bit more there. You'll be missed in for third in form. Horse obviously has beaten Situation Room at her past couple of starts. She'll have to uh, need a bit of luck. She'll need a bit of luck here. She's drawn uh, wide in this in for fourth. I thought the uh, the Rockhampton horse sidearm horse that's uh, having a really good preparation, albeit in weaker races. He started his career with John O'Shea. I think he's been running well at Rocky this this time in. And whilst up in grade, um, I think might be one over the odds and worth throwing to the exotics. My numbers, 14, 5, uh, 4 and 17. Yeah, not a lot of confidence here for me. I put 5 on top of Ezekiel. That was an impressive win last start. and Just looks to have a little bit more upside than most of his rivals. Uh, 13, unassailable. I put in for second. She's 3 from 3 since joining the Jared Wello yard at Rockhampton. All those wins at Mackay. So this is a bit tougher, but um, can go forward and make her own luck. 11, Sequana. Form doesn't read all that flash, but she's been shouldering some big weights this time in, and uh, this might sort of have been a bit of a target race down in weight. She can improve at a bit of a price. And in for fourth, number two, Hodgson, who was a bit disappointing first up, beaten favourite at Warwick. Will strip fitter, does get a four-kilo swing on the winner of that race, Stella Power, and should have some improvement in him. But five for me from 13, 11 and two. Race two at the Gold Coast on Saturday. Well, if we thought uh, that one was a mystery... What about this one? It's the Magic Millions, the debut. Two-year-old plate, 900 metres for two-year-olds at set weights. Worth 500,000. And condition of entry is you must never have started in a race before. Dan? It's hard to sort of uh, point to horses that have trialled well. They've all trialled well, hence they're in the field. Um, I've got Getty on top, the the one. I really liked his trial, the, uh, the capitalist Colt. Uh, of course, the uh, Snowdens, the master trainers of two-year-olds, and it's like the way he quickened late to uh, extend his margin on the line. It was, a, it was a pretty nice trial win. So he's on top. If you're going to play exotics or want to find something a little bit more value, the 10 desperately, 5 rush hour, and uh, the 2 marching perhaps can fill some uh, exactors and trifectas. 1, 10, 5, and 2. I've gone for the Toowoomba Gelding, number 7, Tricketeer. Uh, looks to have plenty of pace, and that was a good trial win at Toowoomba. Uh, at Toowoomba, yeah, sorry, it was just sort of came clear under his own steam, really. Um, obviously, there's probably going to be some sharper youngsters that he's going to have to contend with here, but, um, yeah, the market sort of likes him. He's been specced already, so I'd have got the seven on top each way from uh, three Randwick-trained youngsters, one Getty, two Marching, and six Storm the Ramparts. Race three at the Gold Coast on Saturday is the Frizzell Sunshine Magic Minions Sub-Zero for the stayers to the extent that 2,200 metres is a staying rate. It's a quality and it's worth $1 million. With Damn. the four big, four big boy Roy on top being with him his past two starts, I was pretty keen on him in the shootout last start and um, look a bit of a horror watch if you were on him. He just badly held up. Got out with 100 metres to go, but... By then, the damage had been done. I don't think James McDonald makes that mistake again. Um, perhaps tries to get out a little bit uh, sooner this time. He's drawn really well from Barry 3. Again, similar draw to last start and should get a similar run. Uh, the query is the trip. I think he can run, run 2,000 metres up to 2,200 metres is a new challenge. But um, I think that, you know, he, with a bit of luck, he's going to get every chance and... Um, yeah, I'm going to be with him again, the four, the big boy. I think he's a good horse on his day. Got Skylab in for second. Now, talk about horror watches. This was certainly one in the Summer Cup. Um, 
he was able to he ran third past the post and then got um, upgraded to second on a protest but just a really sort of horror watching that last sort of little bit there struck a bit of trouble Burdebeck's come out of the race and run really well against the pattern last weekend in a listed race so we'll, a bit, we'll need a bit of luck from Barrier 17 Skylab but um, going well without winning this prep 14 and next deficit won last week the wave um, held up but when, went out found the line nicely and in for fourth I have the uh, six Splendiferous will improve up to the 2200 metres pretty bit of a classy mare on a day she can mix her form but uh, this longer trip and um, her best would see her be going close in this <clears throat> 4 1 14 and 6 I like one here one of the better bets of the day for mine and he's huge odds number 5 Parry Sound he finished runner up in this race two years ago uh, last year was a $3 favourite ran fourth with 59 kilos so he gets in a bit lighter this year that was coming off a summer cup win I think he should have gone close to winning the Summer Cup last start. He was held up at the back of the field, checked a couple of times. Once he got clear, he really hit the line strongly. There are a lot of go-forward horses here. So from barrier one, he can just be smothered away off a strong speed. And I think he'll be finishing over the top of them. I think he's a really good play here, Parry Sound. Uh, Ten, too much caviar. One of those go-forward runners. He's uh, building a good record. Last two wins have been strong. One Skylab. Has got that touch of class. He's going to uh, be spotting the start, but as I said, there looks to be plenty of speed here, so it should set up well for him. He just, the wide gate with 60 kilos, just look a couple of negatives, but he can be in the finish, and 14 I've got in for fourth deficit. Got the job done last week, had the right run, he was entitled to win, uh, but he does drop six and a half kilos, and the quick backup certainly looks a positive. Pretty keen on five from 10, one and 14. Race four at the Gold Coast, <clears throat> smallest field of the day. There's uh, two scratchings. We're down to 12. It is the $1 million Magic Millions, The Syndicate. 1,200 metres at weight for age, Dan. Yeah, this one tough. Not much separating my first three picks. Um, I've got the, the Snowden Train Rangers on top. Um, the three... Been really good this prep without a lot of luck in a couple of listed sprints uh, in Sydney, back in grade for this. We'll just need a bit of luck from that wide draw, but um, certainly good enough to win a race like this. He's so honest. He's seldom far away, and um, uh, with, the, with the with the good ride and the right run, he's certainly in the game. In for second, I've got the two, Scolopini. Very classy, gelding, resuming. He, too, is a very consistent horse. He's won 11 of 38. Very good, fresh record. He went to Melbourne last preparation and um, had a good preparation there. Second to King of Sparta, and then won a listed race, beating Pinstriped at Flemington. Very versatile horse, 1,200 metres first up, won't be an issue. In for third, one, a little bit of left field, I guess, Mobstar. Um, this horse might not have been on the radar for some uh, prior to last week, but he certainly put himself um, firmly into calculations here for mine anyway with that big uh, running on into second behind the smart spiritualised. It was a long way back there, but really an eye-catching sort of performance on the quick back up here. From much better draw this time around, he can set a little bit closer. And in for fourth, I have the six direct. Was in really good form prior to the the luckless run at Doombin last start. Um, he can bounce back. Three, two, eight, six. Yeah, I've gone for three ranges as well. Uh, just going to need a bit of luck from that gate, as Daniel said. But um, I think he's ready to peak. First up, run. He had a tough run last time. I just never ran it. They ran fast time at Canterbury with. I am me up front, and he was just a bit too far back. But I think this is a, a nice target for him third up. Uh, 
got the class runners in my, in my top three. I've got 11-11 in for second. Of course, he's won this day the last three years. Form coming in, you can say not not as strong, but um, you know he's, he was fifth in the Manicato. Certainly wasn't disgraced. Then he lost the rider in the hundred. He wasn't going to play a part in the finish there. Um, and then he returned in the Razor Sharp off a little bit of a fresh and big weight inside gate. Probably just didn't really suit. So his class will take him a long way here. Two Scalapini, ditto. Uh, first up, he's got a good fresh record. He's a pretty talented customer. He was runner-up to King of Sparta three runs back, and a couple of these horses have dodged that horse in the sprint race a little bit later. And in for fourth, I've got number 10, Rupertar. Placed two from three this prep. Wasn't far off Dehorned Unicorn three runs back, which is pretty decent sort of a form line at the moment. Three on top from one, two, and ten. And race five at the Gold Coast on Saturday is the TAB Magic Millions Phillies and Mares. 1,300 metres, set weights and penalties, worth a million bucks, Dan. The one, Kiku, on top here, second up. Um, just got too far back at Doombin last start. She never really looked a winning hope, but um, was certainly doing her best work late and hit the line quite well. Um, she's a very classy mare, good second up form, and I'd imagine set a little bit closer from the inside draw here. Um, with luck at the right time, she'll be charging late and hard to hold out, I would have thought. The stablemate 12, Bella Rouge, in next. Um, been with her a couple of times as preparation. She thought she had it uh, set up to win last start, but just no match for a pretty handy one in Latakia, who did carry four and a half kilos um, less than her. She drops back to 55 and a half here and on her best form. She's a, a big winning hope. In for third, I have the three, Jamea. Uh, can mix her form, but she's got a very, very powerful finish on her. Good track first up does um, suit her, and look, she'll be charging home. And in for fourth, got the eight, Brookspire, who uh, made some ground first up in a, in a weaker race. Uh, that was run one by Barossa Rosa, who also contests this and is in form. The Brookspire's had a, um, a trial since behind a stablemate fast current. He was very impressive winning a midweek race at Doombin yesterday, so... If she can uh, sort of find her best with James McDonald going on, um, she's a chance as well. One twelve, three and eight. Yeah, I've come up with Kiku on top as well, even though it looks like James McDonald's chosen Brookspire ahead of her. Um, thought the first up run was good. Behind Barossa Rosa in the nudgy, she's just going to need to sort of duck and weave a little bit because she sort of you know, probably settles midfield at best and just going to need a little bit of luck from the gate but her class is going to take her a long way I thought Mimi Lagarde could bounce back she was a strong winner here two back beating Wyatt Diva a little bit disappointing last time out in the gateway but she is a very talented mare I think Jason Collett suits her a nice patient rider uh, in for third I've got Brookspire um, as I touched on looks like James McDonald's chosen her she was okay first up in Sydney she gets a bit of a weight swing on Barossa Rosa who has of course since won a listed race. She did start three dollar fifty favourite in this race last year behind Snap Dancer and ran pretty well for four, so no doubt she's up to it. And in for fourth, number nine, Miss Hipstar, a bit slow away in the nudge, and that uh, ruined her chances. She normally begins quite well and from the inside gate if she does, she can put herself just behind the speed and, and run a race at odds. But one on top from five, eight and nine. Sorry, when I said the syndicate was the smallest field of the day, I was incorrect because uh, five scratchings from race six means there's only ten left in it. It is the It's Live in Queensland. Magic Minions snippets, 1,200 metres. Set weights and penalties worth a million. Dan? I think it's short, but 
Uh, look, deserves to be a, a heavy favourite based on what he did first up. Um, he was dominant at Doombin, so a lovely turn of foot, raced away with it. Of course, he won the Guineas um, here last year. And look, seems to be going even better this time around. So, like that win, he made some pretty good and fit horses look second rate there. And if he can go on with it, he's a he's a big chance. Two time winner, second up. So, whether I'll dive in at those at price, not too sure, but um, clearly on top. Fourteen is the clear danger. Mao Tai. Um, she he's a very very good first up horse. He's won three for three when fresh. He's won a couple of trials uh, leading into this, so he's certainly going to play a part. Valmaster is my third pick, 15. Look, he's about 20 to 1, and sort of put him in based on, on ability because he hasn't really put it all together yet. He's clearly a talented horse on his day. He won his first two very impressively. He hasn't won since that debut preparation, but he shows at times the glimpses that he's you know, a horse with considerable talent. He was good first up at benchmark grade. Uh, I think he now third up, ready to peak, um, willing to throw him in because I think he is a horse with a bit of upside. And in for fourth, I've got the uh, the consistent shooting for gold. One, 14, 15 and three. Yeah, I went 14. Uh, Mautai on top. Three from three first up. We know he's a fast horse. He's a bit of a quirky horse. He's got his issues, but I think he's going to get conditions to suit. Um, reasonably dry track. He's got the speed to overcome the wide gate. I think he's going to take plenty of catching. Do have the number one as the hardest to beat. King of Sparta, of course, won uh, the Guineas this day last year and back in brilliant form. That was a soft win in the Felville on. He, he let down with a good turn of foot and looked to have plenty in the tank on the line. Uh, in for third, shooting for gold. He's a talent. He just needs a, a few things to go right, but he can certainly win without surprising. And, yeah, I've got Valmaster in as well. He's still an acceptor for Rose Hill, so not sure where he's going, but... Um, He's not well placed at the weights, uh, but he is untapped, as Daniel said, and both his runs this time in have been very good. 14 from 1, 3 and 15. And the big one, first leg of the quaddy, race 7 at the Gold Coast on Saturday. The Star Gold Coast Magic Millions 2-year-old classic. 1,200 metres, set weights for 2-year-olds. It is worth 2 million bucks. Mashani Renegade, the number one, is out, and so is the fifth emergency, but that means risky investment gets a run. Dan, what have you gone for? Yeah, I'm with the four Empire of Japan. I think there's plenty of improvement to come from uh, that first up run at Ranwick. He was back sort of to come wide and looked at a winning threat, but just sort of peaked on his run late. Um, it was a good form race. Fire Lane won that in this field, and, and a Platinum Jubilee it was first up as well, ran second. So... Um, look, with that close-up third, I think there's plenty of improvement to come. James McDonald takes this ride, and uh, happy to be with him. In for second, I have the 13, Skirt the Law, who was scratched because of the wide gate last week. Um, she's come up with a much better draw this time around. She has plenty of speed, but look, there is plenty of speed engaged here, so I'm too sure whether she'll kick up to lead. She hasn't beaten much in her two starts, um, but the, the, the margins of... Uh, Victory have been quite impressive, as have the uh, the times on the clock. So she's certainly winning hope. Uh, in for third, I have one of the other Snowden runners, Sovereign Fund. His two wins have been very impressive to the eye. He's just come up with a really poor draw here. So he'll need a bit of luck, but he can win. And in for fourth, I have uh, one of the horses I mentioned earlier, 10, Platinum Jubilee here, second up. My numbers, 4, 13, 2 and 10. 
Well, I've taken uh, the trifecta out of the race at Randwick back on December 24 to run the trifecta, and I'm sticking with uh, the same order, Fire Lane on top. Uh, she It's going to be a little bit of luck from the gate, but she hasn't done much wrong in her career. It's a strong win on debut off a good trial. Um, went to Wyong, maybe just a touch underdone and got run over, but then she ticked the 1100 box last time out. She took a sit and she finished too well. So I think she's proven that she can be ridden. Uh, you know, she doesn't need to go sort of helter-skelter up towards the lead. And if she can just find a bit of cover, I think she's going to run you a good race each way. I've got 10 Platinum Jubilee in for second and four Empire of Japan in for third. Both of those horses came out of that race. You suspect with a fair bit of improvement. They both hit it first up since they won the Jim Crack and Breeders Plate back in October. Um, so you would think, just looking at that, they're going to have improvement to maybe turn the tables on fire lane, but I don't think there's too much between them. And in for fourth, I've got number 16, Empress of Wonder. Runner-up, both starts to date. Huge effort in the Callaway Girl. Came from a long way back. I like that she's been kept fresh, and I think she'll uh, gobble up the 1,200. Nine on top from 10, 4, and 16. Second leg of the Quaddy at the Gold Coast on Saturday is race eight. Gold Coast Magic Millions three-year-old Guineas. And it is over 1,425 metres uh, at set weights and penalties for three-year-olds. Dan? A tough day. I've made Yellow Brick uh, my best on the card. Um, look, drawn ideally barrier five. Certainly one of the, the clear winners of the barrier draw, um, considering the sort of other... Sp- on-speed horses have drawn quite wide, including spiritualised um, soothsayer as well. But Yellow Bricks come up with five. A lovely run, won't have to do too much work and should be well, just outside spiritualised or just behind him in the run, I would have thought. Um, he's really been an impressive horse for our Tony Madison Sears. Six starts, five wins and a third, as I mentioned earlier. Beat the older horses in the, the King of the Mountain last start and won that quite convincingly as well, I think. There's improvement to come up in trip. Um, he's won over 1,400 metres. He's won over the mile. And, um, yeah, I think just the best is ahead of him. This horse, like many others in the field, but keen to be with him on the back of that barrier draw. So hard to beat Yellow Brick. Spiritualised in next. Big fan of this cold. So, obviously, first up, might have needed the run and then just had plenty of issues second up when uh, sixth of six in the gold edition. He then found the front and didn't look like being caught um, last weekend. He'll need to do a bit of work to get over from that wide draw, but he can sustain a, a, a good gallop in front, and he'll be in this for a long way. In for third, I've got the seven, Hell I Am. Uh, good gelding on his day. Good win first up, and then a little bit unlucky in the Gosford Guineas last start. And in for fourth, I have the 15, Latakia, who was a very impressive beating Rouge last weekend. I think that's good form for this. My numbers, uh, four, five, seven, and 15. I've gone for one Tijuana, as I touched on earlier. I don't think it's an overly strong um, year for this race. And I think on what he's showed to date, he can be very hard to beat. And I think $10, he's a great bet each way. Um, just didn't really put a bad one in during the spring. He surprised a few in the McNeil first up at big odds, but then he went right on with it, was won the start and ran a good race in the Caulfield Guineas to be beaten less than a length. So I've got him on top of four yellow brick, who looks the horse that can just go to a new level um he's five from six and it was a strong win against the older horses first up 14's the other one who i think is probably the only winning chance for me russian conquest she was very good first up in the gosford guineas has a touch of class and 
will be hard to hold out and a bit of a gap then to the rest. I put spiritualised in for fourth. Tough gate, but he'll go forward and on the back up. That was a pretty soft win last week, so wouldn't be surprised if he could hold on for a minor placing. But one on top from four, 14 and five. Third leg of the quaddy at Gold Coast on Saturday is race nine, Whispering Angel Magic Millions Cup. 1,425 metres of quality, worth a million bucks. Dan? Oscar Zulu's been kept fresh for this since um, a bit of a luckless run in the gong last start. Don't think he would have won the race, but uh, he clearly would have finished closer than he did. Uh, he copped a pretty bad check and lost a bit of momentum there. As I said, he's been kept fresh for this, and that's when he does his best racing, um, this horse. He won a recent trial on the Gold Coast, and we're going well leading into this, I think, so... Pretty keen on him, the five, Oscar Zulu. In for second, over the one, Vega one. Not a noted first up horse, so started a big price in the Falvalon first up and perhaps found a few of them between Nippy at 1,200 metres, but um, I think Tony Golan would have been happy with the way he hit the line there. Second up form and up to 1,425 metres for this uh, ticks. In for third, I got Superium. Um, really good win last start at Randwick. A rock hard fit with four runs under his belt, and in for fourth, I have the uh, 19 uh, Paladis um, with a few of the scratchings five, one, seven, and 19. Yeah, I'm going to have a couple of bets in this 16 Petronius and eight Love Tap. I've gone with 16 on top. He's going great guns for Barry Lockwood. Two wins in a second. The second was to you, called it, who was flying at the time. Uh, it was a good win last time out. He gets a bit of weight relief, and he just maps perfectly here from a good gate. So Got him on top of Love Tap, who can be a bit tricky to catch, but he, he won well first up with the 60 kilos and then didn't have much go right in the gong outside gate. Um, topped a fair bit of interference early in the straight. So I like him fresh and I like him at 1,400 and 54 and a half. He's pretty well weighted. Uh, in for third, number five, Oscar Zulu. Nice and fresh. That suits him inside gate. He's going to be pretty hard to hold out and in for fourth. I've got number one, Vega one, class runner. He was pretty good first up in the Felvalon. He's going to be giving them a bit of a start, but um, yeah, Jamie Carr gets on well with him, so I think he can figure in the finish with a bit of luck. 16, though, for me, from 8, 5, and 1. And finally, on Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast, Race 10, Racing Queensland, Magic Millions, Cutis Open, 1,300-metre quality. It is worth a million bucks, and uh, this one is for... The uh, the progeny of the Queensland size, Stan. Yeah, just looking at the field, it's staggering. A race like this could be worth uh, one million dollars. It's a uh, pretty weak affair with with respect. It's a bit of a long tail, and um, will be a few pretty excited owners on course for this, like there will be for the, the majority of the runners. But uh, the horse like very intoxicating, who was you know coming out of Sunshine Coast Class Twos a couple of starts ago. Um, with that said, she's on top for me because I think she's going really well. But to contest a race like this, um, big honour for her. She was good last week um, on the Gold Coast in um, look, a race that wasn't it was a three and four year old uh, Phillies and Mares Class Four, but really not. This isn't a whole lot tougher. I wouldn't have thought. Latakia won that race. She sort of stuck on well on the inside there, very intoxicating, and um, happy to be with her off that. She drops three and a half kilos and gets a good run for Seth Thornton. So 13 on top. The class of the field is F Troop, the one, who thought was good first up behind King of Sparta. Good second up record. Just need a bit of luck from that draw, but not a whole lot of speed in the race, so he could probably press on and, and be up there with the six indiscreetly. 
who's uh, also in the numbers. Uh, I've got the three in Alpine Edge there in the, four, in the top four as well. Um, I guess, you know, I like Yellow Brick in the Guineas, and this horse ran second to it in the King of the Mountain. Uh, James McDonald takes the ride, but um, not too keen on this one. 13 on top of three, one, and six. Yeah, I've gone with Wisdom of Water um, after having something on him at the big price last start and telling myself never again. I found myself tipping him here because he won the race last year. Um, yeah, he was a little bit weak last start, but prior to that, he was only two lengths off by me. It looks the right form. He can press forward from the tricky gate. He loves the Gold Coast. So he's found the right race to find winning form again. Uh, I'll have a couple of dollars on a roughy number nine, Pentito. He was working home quite okay last week. Um, probably looking for a shade further than 1300 but if they go silly up front, he'll be finishing well. And then, again, up towards the top of the class runners, F Troop, very good first up in the Felvalon, and three, Alpine Edge, who was best of the rest behind Yellow Brick at Toowoomba. Two from nine, one, and three. All right, that wraps up a massive Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast. Uh, Dan's best was race eight, number four, Yellow Brick. In the Guineas and Value Bet race nine, number five, Oscar Zulu. What were your specials, Joel? Yeah, well, they're probably round the wrong way in terms of the, their odds, but I'm very keen on Parry Sound, so I'll just make it my best. Race three, number five, and Tijuana at $10 is still a value play, so he can be my value bet. Race eight, number one. Flemington is the venue for Melbourne racing on Saturday. There is a black-type race, indeed a Group 3 race, and it is the race formally conducted, uh, or traditionally at least, conducted on New Year's Day. It's now back a couple of weeks later and part of a series with a bonus attached, and it is the Standish Handicap, Group 3, 1,200 metres. Uh, Joel, what did you like here with 12 to face the starter? Yeah, not a lot of confidence about this race, but I've ended up going for Dawn Passage, who hasn't been the most reliable of horses. In fact, he hasn't won for over 950 days, so it's a bit of a task. But he usually races well fresh, and he has got a touch of class. I just thought he might be suited down the straight. He can sort of posse up close to the speed. He's getting down on the weights these days, 54 kilos. Um, yeah, I just thought if he could show up and show his best form off a pretty good jump out, then he can be competitive. Uh, in for second number nine, Ungawa who was a good winner at Pakenham first up. Next time out, not as impressive, but they put the blinkers back on him, and I think that'll sh uh, sharpen him up. Uh, two Hell Vorsen is a class performer at this level down the straight, and in for fourth, number one, Western Empire will be charging all over the top of them late if there's uh, enough speed on. But I've got five on top without a lot of confidence from nine, two, and one. Yeah, not much confidence here either. I've put the one on top, Western Empire, just because he's a class horse in the field. We know he's going to be better over further than this, but um, drop out to being solid and ran well in the Memsey first up last time. I mean, albeit that was 1,400 metres. So with him here in uh, one of the weaker races he's seen in some time, in for second, I have the eight Rose Courts. He's been quite consistent, man, this preparation. Just needs a win. Uh, good behind the informed jigsaw last start in a listed race. Um, solid down the straight at Flemington when they had the inside barriers drawn wider here. That'll suit. In for third, I got the 12, Crestani. I think always is a, is a hope down, down the straight. 
Uh, he also has a one for some time, but he's seldom far away. And in for fourth, I have the four Vespertine. One, eight, 12, four. Yeah, I went for three, Indian Pacific, who uh, has had two starts for two seconds down the Flemington 1,200 metres, one of which, of course, was in the 2021 new market. Now, Indian Pacific's form since then over 1,200 metres is not that flash, and, in fact, uh, is better over uh, slightly less ground. But, um, I don't know, I just I found faults with uh, all of these, really. Second, I've got uh, Rose Quartz, who certainly... Deserves a win this time in. Uh, Dawn Passage, uh, resuming, you'd expect maybe to need the run, but um, has been jumping out well, and Western Empire obviously will improve over further. So uh, three to beat eight, five, and one. Well, that's probably less confidence than we've all had about a um, about a black-type race than, uh, than usual. Race three, number six, is my... Best Beretta, who uh, is another one who's um, really deserves a win this time in, and being an important son of Australia should appreciate the step up to 2,000 metres after five runs this time in. That's race three, number six. Joel, your specials. Uh, my best is race eight, number eight, Diamonds in the Sky. I thought she could win again. It was a good, strong win at Sandown. Uh, she can just do her own thing. Up on the speed here, I, I don't think it's going to be too strong a tempo. And uh, now that she's found winning form third up, I think she can go on with the job. And my value bet is a bit of an old favourite. Race five, number nine, Raya Yuki. Pleasing return from her at Warnable. Uh, the fastest last 600 of the meeting. Just missed picking up Danny St. Darcy. Uh, she was very good second up last prep, beating all but my Yankee girl. Bit of a tricky gate, that's the negative, but I think she'll run you a good race each way. My best comes up in race four with the two Spirit Ridge here third up. Um, ready to do something now. He was good in the Summer Cup last start. He wasn't far away from that trifecta of Diamond, Skylab and Berdebeck. I think that's a pretty solid form line for a race like this. Um, Blake Shin back from suspension to take the ride. It's a good booking and and, yeah, I think you can uh, get the job done third up, Spirit Ridge. The value comes up in the last. I'll give out a couple of value tips because Hess gets a third emergency and may not make the field. But if he does make the field, he's the my best situation of the day. Race 9, number 19, Heskett. Um, they're going really well, this uh, this preparation. Looks ready to win a race and ready to peak fourth up. He, he's flying in the line nicely. Yeah, I think it's a nice race for him if he can force his way into the field. So 9, 19 and... I'm with your Barks. I like Beretta in race three. He's a good horse on his day. He's uh, like sort of like Haskett. He's just going well without winning. He's lightly raced um, over the nine starts. Been a five-year-old. His it's best racing is ahead of him. Um, but the form around St. Lawrence last uh, last start, I think, is good form. So best bet, race four, number two, and then the two values, race nine, 19, and race three, six. Rose Hill, the venue for Sydney Racing on Saturday. Joel, you are saving your best for the last two races. Yeah, I'm uh, giving Tony B another chance as the best bet. Race nine, number four, just missed two runs back. Was keen on him last start, but um, really didn't get all favours in the run. He was three wide, then he went four wide, and yeah, just... He only got beaten less than three lengths. I thought it was a pretty good effort. Barrier two, so he's not going to be out wide on Saturday and does look 
look ready to win, so I have to give him another chance. Uh, number 11, Touristic, was certainly the saver. I uh, was a bit slow and missed the $18. He's into around 7 now, which is a bit disappointing. But, um, yeah, I think he's perhaps the only danger. And in the last, uh, and my value bet, number 12, Field Weary. This was a good win at Gosford uh, first up. She is an acceptor for Gosford on Friday in a much easier race with a big weight. But I reckon they could come to town here with a 52 and a half. Uh, she had plenty left on the line there. That was a soft win. She's up a bit in class, but, uh, yeah, I think she can take the next step this time. And with a light weight, she can measure up to something like this. I'm against Joel with our best bets. I'm with uh, race nine, number five, the stable mate, Thalassophile. Thought his run, or her run, sorry, in the, the Battle of the Turf at Gosford was at, well, outstanding from a long way back. Um, the winner there led all the way, and, and she was very good running on into second from a long way back. This mare, uh, up to 2,000 metres now, I think it's based on how she's going, and she's finishing off this prep that will suit her, and uh, this is a weaker race. So race nine, number five, uh, Philosophile, the best of the day. And with the sable mate in race four is my value, horse called uh, Fear Nought. Um, uh, mare out, uh, out of Red Tracer, I am Invincible. She did enough first up um, when settling last in the field. She drifted in the market there, and but it was a, it was a pretty solid return effort. We can improve second up. She had some good performances around some pretty decent horses um, as a three-year-old in Brisbane during the uh, Winter Carnival. Um, so I think a pretty classy mare on the way up. Race four, number 10, Fear Nought. Murray Bridge is the venue for South Australian Metro Racing on Saturday. And uh, I should have mentioned with the Flemington card that we dealt with earlier that uh, it's a very early start there to avoid the extreme heat that is forecast. So the first at Flemington is at uh, 10.30 Eastern and the last at 2.53 before it gets really hot up uh, in the very high 30s. And it's the opposite at Murray Bridge because uh, the hot weather will be moving out during the day and so 3.50 p.m. Eastern to uh, 3.20 local is the time for the first, and the last is going to be at 8pm local, which is uh, 8.30 in the east, uh, at least uh, in Victoria, New South Wales and Tassie. Um, Dan, your best comes up in the second at Murray Bridge. Yeah, with the David Jolly train-inspired sun. Um, Rose 1,200 metres last start. That's certainly his preferred trip, and... A little unlucky not to beat uh, Wonder Woman there. She sort of held up, held up, Around the turn, then really only got clear about 200 metres to go and charged late into second. Um, it was a good performance, fit a third up, and as I said, 1,200 metres is his uh, pet trip. So, inspired sun for me, pretty keen. Race two, number three, the best. The width, the value, of the value bet comes up in race six. Horse called Siata from the Will Clark and Nicky O'Shea stable. Uh, this horse is an ex-John O'Shea trained runner. Um, mixed her form last preparation in five runs in New South Wales, but her best was quite good. She was given a really quiet trial um, leading into this and uh, found the line quite well under her own steam from back in the field. Um, of course, we know that the Clark and Stable do have some success with um, uh, with, with new runners, horses previously trained by um, uh, older trainers and I think this mare has a bit of upside, so she'll win a few races in, in South Australia and hopefully she can get the job done first up, race six, number five. Joel, anything catch you right, Murray Bridge? No, nothing for me there, Bucks. All righty. Ascot, the venue once again for 
Perth racing on Saturday, and it's take two for the Perth Cup, which uh, was, of course, tragically abandoned halfway through uh, on New Year's Day. Uh, it is back at his race nine. It is, again, a half-a-million-dollar group two race over 2,400 metres, and our Perth man, Hoops, is uh, sticking with... Um, his selection from New Year's Day, and that is number 10, Nerf Bosk. That's also his value bet. To beat three Alaskan God, 15, Truly Inspired, and two, Buster Bash. The other black type race at Ascot on Saturday is the Miss Andretti Stakes over 1,100 metres. And Hoops likes five, Caracapo, to beat two, Will Chino. Three, How's the Serenity, and six, Long Beach. His best on the program is uh, race... To number five, the impressive last start winner, Val Sassana. Earlier in the day across the Tasman, Joel, they are racing at Trentham and Wingatui. Yeah, pretty good card at Trentham. Uh, we've got the Group 1 Telegraph, which is a bit light on for numbers and, and probably overall quality, but there are a couple of very smart ones lining up. And we've got the Wellington Guineas uh, featuring the return of Sharp and Smart, the Derby, Victoria Derby runner-up. Uh, I have tipped him to return with a bang in the Wellington Guineas, race six, number one. And in the Telegraph, hard to go past Levante. Uh, she was placed in the railway a couple of weeks ago uh, when finishing third. And I think she can uh, pick up a group one here. So I've got her on top. Uh, in terms of the best in value, race four, uh, made my best, Rock My Heart, number 11. Has been sort of knocking on the door. Had you know, a few runs that were, hasn't been beaten too far. And... Even though he finished ninth last time out, that was in quite a deep race. It was a final of a, of a series that always has plenty of depth to it. And prior to that, in similar class to this, just wasn't getting beaten very far. And that's quite a big field. So, um, you know, there's there's a few chances. But I think he does look close to a win, and this looks his sort of level. And in terms of my value, I've made it race nine, number 16, Sugar Sweet. Has been hitting the line really well this time in. Um, gets the blinkers on. Hopefully that's enough just to sharpen her up and see her go a couple of placings better. And at Winger Tui down in the south, my best is race six, number 10, Bergie. Uh, did win a stakes race over 2,000 metres as a three-year-old last season. Just taken uh, a couple of runs to get going this time in. But third up over the mile, she really improved to figure in the placings last time out. So I think with that run under the belt, she now looks cherry ripe to break through. And the value bet, uh, we'll go again with Real Dozer. Was a scratching from the meeting last Saturday. Uh, had no luck first up and can be an improver at odds. All righty, that wraps up the preview section of the podcast. Brings us to our best $20 bet of the weekend, Lazy Lobsters. Uh, well, after a good collect the week before, no luck last week, Joel. You just missed with Alias, but unfortunately, it was a wipeout. I will go uh, just uh, my best, which is one of Daniel's value bets at Flemington, 
Beretta, I was quite surprised to see that he's paying eight bucks. So I'll go each way. Race three, number six at Flemington, ten dollars each way. Beretta, Joel. Yeah, I'm going to go at good odds. Twenty a win. Parry Sound, race three at the Gold Coast, number five. Yeah, I'm letting the team down at the moment. Um, for a football side, I'd be dropped to the reserve grade, I reckon. But I'll, I think I can bounce back in Adelaide. Uh, race two, number three, Murray Bridge, Inspired Sun. Excellent. All right. Well, that leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. All the form for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, all your favourite features and plenty of good reading besides. Uh, it is uh, in shops Friday morning. Online, as we speak to you, go to winningpost.com.au and click on the link in the main story. Um, the boys will be back next week. I'm just having a couple of weeks off. Uh, but meanwhile... Have a great weekend, everybody. Back plenty of winners, and the boys will talk to you next week on the preview podcast.